From the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State, and all across America and the world, this is The Big and Wild Outdoors. With your host, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and Glenn Kinman. Welcome back, everybody. It is the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning down at the uh, Magnuson Hotel and Marina in St. Petersburg. We're out here for the Hooked on Hope tournament. It's uh, Everybody's eating breakfast right now, getting ready to meet up with their captains. Bill George said, turn around. I looked, and there was probably about 25 boats coming around the other side of the Skyway. I guess the captains are all putting in over at uh, Maximo and coming around the corner and uh, getting ready to come and pick up everybody and start their day. And uh, one of the gentlemen out here, one of the big sponsors out here, and a guy who uh, apparently likes to spend as much time out on the water fishing as he does farting around in a court courtroom. <laughs> I'd um, rather be fishing. Uh, uh, no, not even close. Uh, uh, we have Mr. Uh, uh, I want. I'm going to butcher your last name, but I think it's it, Jared. 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 Steve yeah. Jared. Yeah, Steve Jared. Uh, who's been here for uh, forever? It seems like. I think I actually met a guy who knows more about Tampa Bay than I do. And uh, you're going to be fishing in a tournament. Now, do we call you uh, an attorney or do we call you? Uh, I'd say Steve would be good. Steve? Okay. <laughs> we'll just leave that lawyer part off of That's it. good, yeah. But, but now uh, you're here uh, uh, supporting Hooked on Hope, but a lot of people may know your name because you're also associated with the one that happened last weekend, uh, the pediatric cancer uh, fishing tournament, which was huge. I think you guys had, what, 90 captains in that Something tournament like last that, weekend? Yeah. It's the largest one, I think, in Florida. It's, it was huge down at the Vinoy. And, and you've been doing that for how many years? 21. The, oh, fir- the, first year, the first year we had, thank, first of all, let me thank you for being on your show. I love hunting and I love fishing, and it's just wonderful to listen to you guys talk. But the first year we had 13 pediatric patients on the dock, and this year we had 88. The first year we raised a little less than a hundred thousand dollars. Now we're in the I think seven and a half, eight and a half million, wow. and we're we're sponsoring clinical trials. You know, for a bunch of old fishermen, it ain't too bad. <laughs> no, <that's laughs> really you know, and, and you know, uh, you know, fishermen. I think sometimes uh, outdoorsmen in general they get a bad rap. Uh, you know, from from other groups. Let's just say that uh, you know that we're all bloodthirsty, whatever's, and they don't know. We talk about it here on this show, the amount that we actually do give back in certain things. Uh, this this week, we're, we're, we're broadcasting at a, at a Baptist church to help them out. Every year we do the, the game dinner at his Baptist church, Countryside, to raise money for God that. God bless him. That's great. And, uh, you know, last week we were at the Sportsman's Expo, but before that, we're out. Do- I mean, we're always out trying to do that and well, support stuff. Bill George spending time in Tallahassee, always fighting for hunters' rights and, and uh, getting out there to Glenn, God bless him. He's out there teaching kids to go shoot archery out at the church, giving his time at Turkey Creek. Uh, me, I'm just farting around with two kids, running around doing nothing. Yeah, uh, right, right. That's uh, a full there's always got to be a bad apple somewhere. But as you know, Your Honor. Uh, oh, but, come on now. But uh, for what you do, I mean, seriously, do you spend as much time on the water going out fishing as you do messing around in, in law? Or no, no, no I, abs- I absolutely don't. I spend a lot more time on the water. Uh, <laughs> Good for you. No, I, I will tell Keeps you this. Keeps you sane. I'll give you a plug for, for all the people that I care so much about and the people that like you that work on the water and, and, and do so many good things. 
I'm looking at the Skyway Bridge case, and I was telling you, in 1980, I defended the pilot that knocked that, that old bridge down, and it was a tragedy. Which a lot of people, you know, blamed him for all that, and yeah. that it was he was the bad guy. It, he was drinking. He was drunk. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. after the Valdez thing, yeah, yeah. it was easy to blame the guy in charge. Yeah, but, you know, the unfortunate part about that is uh, people didn't want to accept the defense very well because the defense was an act of God meaning nothing humanly possible could have altered the outcome or the course of affairs. And that's a hard concept for people that don't believe to understand. You think you're in control and in charge in this life? I think you've got a, a rude awakening coming. So, Well, if you've but, ever been out in a boat in a storm in Tampa Bay. I prayed a lot. <laughs> I, I'm sure if you get caught out one of those squalls that, that kicks up, you get that gray line that all of a sudden comes over your shoulder. Uh just trying to master a 20-foot boat is not an easy thing to do. This was I couldn't imagine a, a giant freighter. 608-foot. Six, it came in light because they didn't have any ballast because they wanted to save money. They didn't want to have to discharge the water out of the tanks. So it came in light. It was like a sailboat. And the storm that hit him for two and a half minutes had winds in excess of 85 knots. Wow. And the severe weather warning everybody said he should have listened to would have been great if it had been issued before 8.30, because he hit the bridge at 7.34 a.m. Yeah. So God rest his soul, he died of MS, blaming himself forever. Even though we won the case, blaming himself forever for the death of those poor souls. 35 of them died. But what I was going to tell you is, uh, I, when, when I was special counsel to the governor, when the BP spill happened, and I saw the footage with the, the, the wildlife we love so much, and we actually treasure and nourish. That's what people don't get. Yeah, uh, It's because of sportsmen like the people that listen to this show that we have a treasury for our next generation. You're right. But when I saw that, and I'm sure I wasn't alone, tears came to my eyes because what we have here is a blessing, and it's a gift, and it's not ours to, to abuse and, and ruin. But to see it come forward full circle for a cause like this, breast cancer, my aunt suffered from breast cancer. I've had cancer in my family before. It's a family disease. And what Lori does, y'all coming out here, it, I mean, it, 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 there are things that move your heart. These are the things that move my heart besides a 45-inch snook. I mean, this yeah. right, right up there at the top. Well, you know, that's, uh, you know I, I know it's a joke, but it's, like it's kind of hard to hear that from a lawyer. You know, it's like because they always say, that, you know, they're heartless. You know, they're, they're bloodthirsty guys. You know, you know the old jokes. That I, I'm I, sure you've heard for years, but I, I don't listen to them. You know the people I represent. A lot of them don't have hands or arms. Some of them don't have legs. Some of them don't have brains. I represent widows, and their children's welfare depends on how well I do in the courtroom. Let me tell you about lawyers. When doctors get uppity with me or something in a deposition, I remind them when they were using leeches, my forebears were writing the Constitution. So all lawyers don't get on the billboards, and all lawyers aren't on taxi cabs, and all lawyers aren't at bus stops. Yeah, the great lawyers. The great lawyers you find in great courtrooms for great causes, representing who? Great people. Yeah. And though, that's what justice is about. You know, you can't buy justice. That's the best part about my career. I've had a career where money doesn't matter to me, and I can't be bought. So when I went against Big Tobacco for the state of Florida, we banged it for $13 billion. One of the things we required, I don't know if your viewers know this. One thing, do you ever look around? No vending machines, no billboards. Nothing near the schools, no pandering to children, Joe Camel's dead, the Marlboro men are retired, and we made that part of the settlement, and they had to pay our ass, excuse me, they had to pay us $13 billion, the state of Florida. And guess what else? They had to pay the lawyers in addition to the $13 billion, so the state of Florida didn't pay us anything. 
they bought me a nice airplane and some nice toys, the tobacco industry. But, you know, I wasn't against the tobacco industry. I was against the cigarette cartel because those are the people that we, also, we saw the memos about targeting 12- and 13-year-old kids and getting them hooked before they could make a wise decision. So, you know, there's a lot of causes and a lot of things that lawyers do, put seatbelts in cars, airbags in cars, that the government has either not done or refused to do because a lot of them are bought. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, it's a, sh- it's a shame that it comes to that because – we know that uh, when it comes to uh, fishing violations or anything else. You, yeah, once yeah, a disaster happens or once you see that there's a problem, then you act. Or when somebody gets hurt or, you know, whatever, that, that then it's then they make a decision. They only put the bumpers on the Skyway after the Skyway Bridge tragedy. That's right. The bumpers before that, and there the was fenders, nothing. And was John nothing. Lara was the one seven months before that had engine failure and touched the bridge. And he said, you know, you got to protect the pillars of this bridge or something's going to happen. There's going to be a malfunction or a human error and somebody's going to take that bridge down. It's amazing that he was the guy that the storm that the storm happened to. But, yeah. but, but I didn't mean to digress. I mean, the lawyers have earned a bad reputation, but we've also earned a good one. So, you know, there's a lot of lawyers that, that when you walk in a room and I'm a lawyer and you hear a lawyer joke, they don't amuse me. Just like hunters get bad names because they carry guns and or, or, or fishermen because they kill fish. I mean, we kill what we want because we want to eat them, but we turn 99% of our fish That's back. True. How many do you let walk and how many do you let go? Just unbelievable amount. But, you know, you talk about that Skyway. My dad actually, uh, and he started his iron working career out there on the Skyway building that span that got knocked down. So. Yeah, on yeah. the original one, not this one. Yeah. Uh, the one that Arthur Goodale built in 1954. In fact, Arthur Goodale was a dear friend of mine. He lived to be 96. But Arthur Goodale was building the Baltimore Tunnel when the second span was built, the one that was hit. And they took his plans from the 54 bridge design. They made the second span exactly the same, except the government workers were given bad concrete. That's why you saw the bulk work and the support piers because it took an extra 18 months because they used faulty concrete. And it crumbled like a box of cornflakes and it got hit. And Arthur Goodell came when I was in trial, came up to me and said, Mr. Yard, I got something I want to show you. He had a whole briefcase of the papers, the damning papers. And the state of Florida was desperate to have that blame put on the captain because they didn't want to look at the bridge, the, the construction, not the design. Right. Well, you know, I, it was a tragedy back when I was a kid, and I remember uh, our radio station, WQYK, our FM sister station, was actually the first person to actually report that the Skyway had fallen down because one of our disc jockeys was going across the opposite oh, span on a motorcycle in that rainstorm. Oh, gosh. Trying to get to the radio station to start the day and pulled over at Skyway Jacks and made the phone call and said that the bridge had fallen. They're like, are you, are you crazy? No, it hadn't. And uh, they called the Coast Guard and told them. And they were like, there's no way. All right, we got to take a break. We can talk all day about this stuff. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're broadcasting live at the Hooked on Hope Tournament out here at the Magnuson Hotel. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and the good folks out of Brandon Ford. Stay with us. We'll be back, you guys. Oh my gosh, it's like old home week around here. It's so funny. It's so funny. We are broadcasting live down at the Magnuson Hotel, uh, Hooked on Hope. And, uh, I don't think those will work. We're talking with attorney uh, Steve Urat. And, and you know, it's so funny because off the air, all of a sudden, you know, it's like, hey, do you know Joe Lemon? Hey, uh, hey Dave, you hunt with Ray Mark. Hey, you went out with Cap Mark. Yep. Yeah. And then it's like, 
we've, all, week, we, we've all known each other, but we don't know each other. Yeah, it's passing so funny. on the water, maybe. Yeah, passing. Oh, that guy. Or getting towed in by you guys. That's and, you, uh, know. you know, Bill George is like going, you want to go catch some real anglers, you got to go with Bill George. I'm like, oh, no, there you go. Now let's start a fight. With Captain Dave, that would work yeah, out really well. Yeah, that wouldn't work at all. I, I, I mean, I'm going to have to put – I would have to put my money on Captain Dave, though, against Bill. You think? Yeah. Oh, just, yeah. He's yeah. just mean and honorable. Oh, that's nasty. That's nasty, guy. <laughs> I, saw Dave, I saw Captain Dave Marquette last week, and uh, he was picking up a net over at Barracuda, and uh, he was getting ready to head out. And uh, as soon as he walked in, I heard his voice. I went, now there's a guy who knows how to throw an egg sinker. And not only that, he's got one of the best hush puppy machines I've ever seen. And, I, and, and that was the last time I, I saw him when hey, we were out there at the Hungry Gator. Daddy Dave, Daddy Dave will tell you this story. We were in Okeechobee, and we were it was near the end of the season. We came around the corner in his airboat, and the biggest gator he said he's ever seen was laying up on the bank, a mud bank. So I was in the bow, and I had the harpoon, and I got buck fever, man. I, I wanted to miss it because it was bigger than a flipping airboat. And I threw it over its head, and it stuck in the mud. And that, that female gator whipped its tail, and, I mean, mud came. It covered my glasses, my goggles, <laughs> the thing. And all Marquette would say, well, I can't say well, it on the air, but say. he wasn't nice. He no, wasn't he wasn't. Nice. Oh. I said, what's wrong, Daddy Dave? He said, how could you miss the son of a... And I yeah. said, you know, the rest were, was a much worse well, yeah. profanity. But that was the biggest gator I ever saw, and I missed it. We, we, we got our limit that year, but... That one gator would have limited everybody. Yeah. A guy like Dave Marquette, if you don't know who he is, That's he's a longtime captain guy. who does not only guides down in Boca Grande and here within Tampa Bay, but also does gator hunts. And, uh, you know, I don't know who he's competing against, but every time you go fishing with Dave Marquette, it is a tournament fishing. Th- I mean, it is. And I can see him right now. If you did that and you missed, he is more than mad. Not because – Man, you know what that could have done if we could have got that gator, man? What are you doing? He was you trying to tape one's mouth. He was trying to, it was middle of the night, 2 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the morning. He was trying to tape one of his mouth that we'd harvested. And he went to tape it, and I saw the gator snap at him, and all I heard was kink. He said, that damn alligator just broke my watch. I almost took his hand off. Oh. It got his watch, and it was a metal watch. I said, Dave, it's better your watch in your hand. He goes, yeah. well, I, can, if I can get my hand fixed. I don't know if they can fix this damn watch. <laughs> I said, I've yeah. this watch 20 years, man. He has, he has had to haul alligators, drag them in and that, because they're too big to get in the boat. I, I mean, it's it's been amazing. And uh, for a while, I, I was keeping them in alligator hunting equipment gear, and uh, he called me back. He says, man, I need more harpoons. I'm going to do this. They're breaking everything I put on them. <laughs> <laughs> he, he gets all upset. Or the goggles will fly off the boat. Oh, man. I, I, fe- look, I look in the bottom of his boat, and there's like six harpoons, you know. Oh. Got to have backup. Got to be ready. Now, you know, I, I know you're an attorney, but you, uh, you've you been here for a very long time. But uh, talking off the air, uh, you spent some time up there in Louisiana. We were talking with a guy last week uh, with Cajun Charters up there. It's always good to, to hear those guys speak because it always reminds me of all my uncles and everybody I grew up around up in, up in Louisiana. But uh, – you were a duck hunter there? I mean, did you I, do that I, during between classes at LSU, or what did you do? Actually, uh, some of my fraternity brothers were real, real Louisiana people, and we'd go down to Grand Isle and go down to Franklin, Louisiana, and uh, we'd pass a good time, you know, with the Nutria and all those things. And, oh, yeah. And yeah, listen to the Cajun Kunas people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was good. It, and I didn't know one person. I didn't really go to college. I went to LSU, but, but <laughs> I, I, I really I, I picked that school because – I was reading a magazine that ranked the party schools, and I'm not I'm not proud of this, but it's true. 
they ranked them one through ten. They had an asterisk by number one. Is that we refuse to rank LSU with the rest of the colleges because we think it's unfair to rank a professional with amateurs. <laughs> I said, and I said, man, that's where I got to go. And they had a hell of a football team. And oh yeah, I, yeah. And most of what I can't remember those four years, they tell me I had a good time. I'm but sure, and you it, learned something. Baby. It's like this justice, you know. I, I, I like beer. I like beer. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, my first experience ever was uh, right after Katrina, and I was still working with the Buccaneers, and we had to go play the game up there at LSU. We right. had to go up there and play it at the stadium, and we were out the night before, but LSU was playing that Saturday, of course, the night before. We could not find a place to go eat. You couldn't find a place to go anywhere. Yeah, that fine. whole town was packed with uh, not only college but alumni. Tiger Stadium You talk about rocks. supporters. They, I mean, they. it's like Tennessee. It's like volunteers. You know, people, from, if you're not from there, you ain't getting in there. Yeah. And it was crazy, and it was a party town. One of my one of my real good friends at LSU, her, her dad owned the place down in Franklin, and we actually went Canadian goose hunting, and, and she was such a good shot, she embarrassed me, you know. And <laughs> her boyfriend said she – she can shoot that well. You know why I behave. And I said, yeah. yes, I do understand it. <laughs> Where did you go for a Canadian geese? Did you go up north? We, or? Went, we went to uh, Chesapeake Bay. We went to Chesapeake Bay, and we went, I, I think it was on the east side of Chesapeake Bay, but they were all from Franklin, the people I went with. And right. they, were, they, were, they were duck hunters. You know, right. they all cut wood ducks. And, you know, you can hit mallards. and the Canadian geese are so big. I hit it would one, be an easy shot I, for them. It, it, was, it wasn't easy for me because the ones I did hit was act like they didn't get any, any shot in them at all. They kept flying. But they brought them down, and when they hit the ground, I can't believe I couldn't believe how big those birds. Oh, they were. thud. Oh man, thud. But a little crater, remember? But there. I don't know. But I mean, I've seen them, I've seen them, but never like I've seen them in Chesapeake Bay. They came in in droves. This guy going to Alaska and looking at the bald eagles. I go salmon hunting up there. I mean, salmon fishing up there. The bears aside. The eagles are what impressed me. Those bald eagles just There's circling. hundreds of them up like there. buzzards, Thousands. like we see buzzards in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. I looked up. I said, "Look at all those damn buzzards." My guide said, "Those aren't buzzards. Steve. Those are bald eagles." I said, "Oh yeah." And then I saw the white head and the white tail feathers. And it's oh, such oh. a rarity when we get to see. Them. I know Glenn's got one that hangs around his lake out there, and I've seen them out around Brahma Island uh, in Kissimmee. But whenever I watch, uh, you know, Deadliest Catch, and they show. All the eagles that are sitting it's like you said. We got a pair like of buzzards sitting on We got a pair right by Howard Frankel on the Tampa side, a pair of bald eagles. Right, I mean, They've been there for about four years. Oh, yeah? yeah. Making babies over there? Cause I, I don't know, know about the babies, but I, I've, I've seen them come down and get something out of the water like a mullet, and they look like a bomber coming in. I mean, they're just big birds. It's funny because the ones over at Glenn's place are thieves. They wait for the ospreys to come in and yeah. catch something. And, they and come then down. they come catch the osprey stuff. Yeah. And they go, yeah, you're done with that. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to. No, no, you're done with that. <laughs> they yeah, take it from. They get aggressive. Now, Guys, I got to go ahead. I was going to ask you, uh, we talked to Dr. Cox earlier and kind of got his game plan. Do you know who your captain is for today? Same captain I get every year, T.J. Stewart, best captain <laughs> I've ever had. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. We, we won. By the way, I'm not bragging. I would never say Oh, that. by the way. I would never say we had 99 and three-quarter inches in our tournament last week oh. and won by seven inches. But So you won your own tournament? I've done it a few times, man. <laughs> the fix was in. I got. I got. Yeah, right. T, no, TJ. TJ. TJ's a great captain, and uh, so is the sponsor of this tournament. She's Lori is as. Oh, Lori is a great. Lori is great. But you know what it is? It's just the spirit of why we're doing it. And, uh, whether you, whether you got a great captain or not, think about it. the captains in these tournaments do it for next to nothing, if not free. Yep. And they give their time, and no matter how much money you got, I've been blessed to have a great life. 
everybody's got the same amount of time. One minute is one minute. You can't buy one minute no matter how much money you got. And uh, they give their time and, I, and their soul to this, and I love it. Yeah, and, you know, Lori is, is such a hoot to be with. My daughter thinks she's just great. Uh, well, your she daughter's wants, right. Oh, yeah, she wants to go <laughs> fish with her. And her words, can we go fishing with Lori? I go, you can go fishing with Lori. I don't think I can keep up with her for a day. And that's saying a lot. You can ask these guys. Give me a couple of these Red Bulls. I can keep up with just about But her, no way. No, no how, no way. she got a lot of energy. She's, i got to let a nine-year-old keep up with her. Well, she's full of goodness. And when you look around at these cancer survivors and uh, what she invented, this this pamper deal that they've got. For yeah, the, that's for the, right. i got to tell you, man, she's not only imaginative, but she's, she's, she's really into it, and she means what she does. She, she plays with her heart, and people like that are – they're in rarefied air, man, these days. So, yeah. Hey, listen, guys, i got to go get ready for the what? fishing tournament because I'm going to win this thing. Yeah, well, you know what? Good luck because I think yeah. Brooksy Hall is fishing in it, too. Oh, and well. that's Lori's boyfriend. Listen, so you know, there's here. nothing wrong with second place. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not in this tournament. Joe, thank, thank you so much for your time. Thank yeah. you, sir. Right. Thank we you, appreciate sir. you appreciate coming it. by. Yes, good sir. luck today, and uh, we hope you get your 100 inches. Thank you so much. Yeah. Uh, uh, Steve. Uh, Steve, appreciate it, man. And uh, we are broadcasting. Everybody's getting ready, as you can tell. Uh, everybody's shoveling all this food, getting ready to get out. More boats are pulling in, and everybody's getting out and getting ready to get handsome and go. Uh, hopefully, Jonathan, I know Jonathan called during the break because we wanted to get a little Bluntstown update. Uh, maybe he'll give us a call back in a little while. What time does he say he's going to call 8:30. back? 8.30. 8.30. So hopefully when we come back from break, we'll get the chance to talk to him and see what's going on up there in North Florida. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live at the Hooked on Hope Tournament down at the beautiful Magnuson Resort and Marina down here in St. Petersburg. We hope you'll come by and support this uh, great cause today. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors and our great, great, wonderful friends out there. Brandon Ford. We'll be back, you guys. It is super, super busy around this place. Hey, welcome nutty. back. Welcome back to the Big and Wild Outdoors. Man, it's just super huge going on this morning. Uh, looking for something to do, come on out. It's an all-day event pretty much. Uh, the way in, everything's coming around, the, whatever they're doing. It's going to be happening. a lot of fun. But Hanging also, uh, before we get into the mix of everything again, don't forget to register for your opportunity for a Scampro 3. Three-in-one headlamp. We'll be giving away a headlamp this month at the end of the month. Uh the rifle-mounted one in November, and again another headlamp at the end of December. So, all wicked you do, lights, baby! The wicked lights. All you got to do is call the show triple eight four zero four ten ten. That's triple eight four zero four ten ten, and uh, give Aaron your phone number and your name, and we'll throw your name into the the mix of it. And uh, that drawing will happen at the end of October, the last Saturday of the month. We'll give that away. But uh, Jonathan's calling. He's on the phone. Jonathan, Finally, call back. Swindle. Jonathan. Gentlemen. Is this your first week in radio? Answer us when we speak to you, my man. Hey, can you hear me? Oh, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you just fine. Okay, well, what's going on up in Bluntstown? How's it looking after the hurricane came through? It's amazing how your cell phone service increases when 80% of your trees are falling down. Oh, yeah, it's a more of a it's a direct shot towards that way. But how, how's the camp look? How did it look now that the uh, hurricane's gone? Uh, I can honestly say, uh, with a grateful heart, that the house uh, is fine. So 
Um, I can't say the same thing about the pump shed and a couple of other things, but, you know, the, well, the, the dwelling is good. So, well, yeah, that, But more importantly, how are the feeders? Are the deer feeders still working? Or <laughs> That's the important part. Uh, yeah. Well, we're going to play a uh, – I don't know if I'll get to play it this weekend, but I'm going to have to play a little game called Find the One and Dones uh, probably here in the next day or so. What, do you think the so, trees blew away with the feeders attached to them or what? Uh, well, one of the blocks that I had one of the feeders in, uh, there's conservatively there's probably 30% of the trees are still standing in that block. So... And I'm hoping that uh, one of the ones that I'm, I kind of have an idea of where it's at. And there's a couple of trees standing, but there's also a lot of trees that are snapped off. So, wow. you know, maybe, maybe we got lucky and the uh, feeder's still sitting there attached to half of a tree. Well, let me tell you, that will make one heck of a nice thicket for the animals. In the years yeah. to come, yeah, rabbit hunt's going to yeah. increase tremendously up there now. <laughs> yeah. You'll be able to shoot oh, all the rabbits hey. you want. It'll be good. Could be a good time had by all. In, so I still uh, there's still at least two deer around here, so we saw both of them coming in. So. Oh, that's awesome, uh, man! Well, go out there and do what you got to do, man. And uh, we miss you here at the tournament today. Yep. We got people lined up. We're going to get to all of them because they want to get out and go fishing, man. So. Stay safe. Go find hey. your feeders. Send back plenty of pictures, and get your butt back here as soon as possible. And, and, and do me a favor. Go cook a really nice meal with some of that game that you have out there, and uh, yeah. go feed some of the people out there working hard to save other people's stuff. Call ten four, buddy. All right. See you, Jonathan. Have fun. Yeah, y'all be yeah, good. How do you say have fun to somebody who's up there doing hurricane assessments? Yeah, that's right. Well, you got to make it fun out of something. Well, here's a guy uh, just sat his butt down in the seat. He's out looking for a day of fun. Uh, looks pretty uh, competitive to me. He's got the shirt. I like the shirt. Got the hat. Went over there and pumped up the crowd for a few minutes. Uh, Jeremy, is uh, the last name is Persinger, or is it Persinger? Persinger. Persinger. And uh, Jeremy is one of the big sponsors out here who's going to come out. And uh, I love it because when the sponsors aren't, these aren't the kind of sponsors just throw money and just go, okay, you guys go have fun. We did our good feed deed for the day every one of them that we've met out here today they're out here to win this thing yeah they're here to be a part of it not yeah they're not behind the scenes they're going to be in the they're going to be in it and i guess you're out because uh you know when we talk to uh to uh steve he's looking to catch 100 inches man so what are you looking for today well i mean we're probably going to trail steve all day to be honest with you his captain's pretty pretty known down here you know he's got a couple snook tied up already which all we got to do is take him off the line put him in the boat so yeah yeah no so so, uh, yeah he might have him in a cage somewhere (laughs) no that's not true no tj'd never do that but now who's your uh who's your captain who are you going out with chris wiggins is our captain uh he's been our captain for any relation to blair wiggins nope no relation nope nope no relation relation. yeah that's a good thing uh, but, no, uh, Chris is a, a pretty known angler down here. We've been fishing in this tournament with Chris for years. So, uh, we, we're going to be competitive. We'll be in the top three. Yeah. So, how many you got on your boat? Just you by yourself? We've you got, and he? Actually, we got our good partners from Advanced Auto on our boat. And I have another partner from another foundation up in Tampa, the Milky Foundation, Dave Milky, which helps uh, the Heart Gallery. Which right. is, you know, foster children. That's maybe. awesome. So, we got a couple good partners on our boat today. Yeah. Now, were you in the uh, pediatric last weekend? I was. Uh, I actually co-chair the event. 
Really? Yeah, I co-chair the event. Uh, I've been known Steve for over 15 years now. See, so. uh, again, another example that fishermen just don't care. Yeah, yeah. people yeah, were ruthless. You're just fish murdering <laughs> yeah. guys who go out murder bait. Yeah, we had a great weekend up there. We raised over 500,000 in two days. Just that is amazing. awesome. Every clinical child or trial for a child is 15,000. So we just made that many children be able to hear the words yes versus no up there. So that's great. Just like Lori's doing here, it's amazing. You know, what she's been able to do in 10 years, the amount of money, you know, hooking good people up with good people, Dr. Cox. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, he amazing. is a great guy. Uh, you know, very soft-spoken, but also another guy, another guy who wants to come <laughs> here and kick the butt in the tournament. He, he needed a box of tissues last night. It's tough when you get up there and talk about what he does and – they had a box of tissues, and then we all needed a box of tissues, to be honest with you. I mean, he had us all in tears. So. Well, yeah. he, it was like that earlier in the show. I was like, man, I had to look away when he starts talking about some of that. Uh, well, because hard. your family's gone through it, Glenn. Yeah, I, mean, you know, I mean, I think that everybody knows somebody who's gone through it. Uh, I had two girls that I, that I went through high school with that were still good friends of mine that both yeah. went through breast cancer, well, yeah. months apart from each other. Judy yeah. was diagnosed first, and then Ellen uh, about three months later. It was, it's my like, what is going through on? It twice. That's unbelievable. Yeah, a cancer is a, not a targeted disease. It picks just about anybody that walks the planet. So. Isn't that crazy yeah. how that works? But, yeah. you know, great guys like you come out here uh, to spend a great day. What a beautiful day to go out and go Amazing. do some fishing yep. and raise some money. I think God's smiling on the uh, on the opportunity to get out there and raise some money and have a great day. Yep. Amazing. You uh, couldn't ask for a better day. I'm telling there. you, I, th- I think he's blessing you for all your good works, man. I'm telling you, it's, it's awesome. But yep. uh, today is going to be weigh-in. Is it what time? I think I can't remember. I think at 2.30. We're 2:30? back. We're back at 2.30 today. It's a quick day. It's you got to get your points on the board quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Very and, uh, quickly, I, and I know that the public is—it's—it's it's a captain guy. It's a guided tournament, so you know you can't just show up with your boat and think you're going to jump in this thing. But mm-hmm. we do encourage anybody who might be in the area or coming down, or even staying oh. here at the hotel, to come out and support. Throw ten bucks in the hat. Come out uh, and do what you got to do. Absolutely. If you can't get down, just support it online. Just get exactly. hooked on hope, and um, you know, do whatever you can. You know, everybody. You know, we always talk about in our business, it's the. It's the nickels and dimes that make a difference. We do we do a roundup in our stores, so you could round your invoice up to the nearest dollar. So if your if your bill is thirty four dollars and fifty cents, you can round it up to thirty five, and that fifty cents goes to Pediatric Cancer Foundation. You know we're um, what we're doing for Lori today is anybody that comes in today, we got fifty dollars off a set of tires, we got fifty percent off oil change. Oh, and we got 10% off of any mechanical service. So you'll get those discounts. this at? This never- is um, <laughs> State Road 70 and 301 is our store. Right. Uh, 3015 53rd Avenue East, Bradenton. Yeah. So about 20 minutes yeah. from here. Anybody that comes in today mentions Hooked on Hope. You're going to get those discounts, and we're going to match those discounts as a company. We're trying to raise another $1,500 today total back to Lori's Foundation. So awesome. all you got to do is go in today. If you need tires, if you need an oil change, if you need brakes, go in. Mention Hooked on Hope. You're going to get that discount. Everybody in the store knows about the discount. All you got to do is drive up and say, hey, I heard about Hooked on Hope today. And uh, I need an oil change. I need tires. And they're going to say, here's what you're going to get. Oh, that's <laughs> that awesome. So, uh, and we're going to match every single dollar discount today. Now, is that the only location you have? That's the only one that we're participating in today because it's so local. Um, yes. So we've got some uh, stores up in Tampa. It's just kind of out of the way. Um, so this location, we just opened three weeks ago. Wow. So obviously we're, 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 we're living on word of mouth. And uh, everybody, we've we're, we got a five-star on Google right now. Keep uh, it that going, way. Right, right. exactly, exactly. <laughs> 
well, I uh, mean, changing oil, changing lives. That's that was that's really our motto. Ex- express oil change, changing oil, changing lives, and that's what we try to do. So. Well, you'll be out here today and you're fishing, and I know you're going to be up against some really good competitors out here because, as we mentioned earlier, even though the people on the boat may not be competing, these captains they oh, are competing for bragging there's rights. No doubt. I mean, they put yeah, Chris, I mean, they put Chris and TJ here together at the same table. You think that was a mistake? <laughs> no, 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 that's so, not a mistake. So somebody would slip up. So uh, uh, I was thinking about sliding over to Terrace. Yeah. yeah. Oh well, yeah. I heard the base pretty good over there by Fort Soto. Maybe you should have uh, swing by. <laughs> and over. really, what it boils down to with the shotgun start is who's got the fastest, <laughs> exactly. fastest uh, motor. Yeah. Well, where, yeah. Where'd you catch that fish? Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. <laughs> welcome, welcome to uh, Bass Start Bass Tournament starts. It's going to be. Yeah. Boats all over. I want to see that. That's one of the greatest things to watch is those shotgun starts because then you can go, when you see where they're going, you can kind of go, oh, he's heading over to Weed Island. Yeah, oh, right. he's heading over to Bullfrog. Oh, yeah. he's going to Cockroach Bay. Yeah. You already know where they're going if you know the bay pretty well. Yeah. Well, good luck today, well, hey, man. I appreciate it. Thank and you, guys. good on you for, yep. for matching yep. it up and doing what you do. Yep. Again, we're talking about Express Oil Express Change. Express Oil Change. It's on 3015 53rd Avenue. Uh, east down in Bradenton. There's, right. a, there's a corner there, 301 and State Road 70. There's a Super Walmart. There's right. a Sam's Club. There's a brand-new racetrack, and we're on the other corner. But so that's the four corners right there. But there you, you mentioned that's the store that's given the discounts today, but you do have other stores around. Well, the, the other stores around are company stores, and this uh, this was this is a franchise. Okay. I actually own this one. So, okay. Yeah. So yeah. that's why. So we're, we're helping to... him. Out. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> hey, but, it's but, a good brand. We love the company stores. I know you or, do. They're, I, I, they're, I, I, they're I, our I, sisters, you know. So I, I'd say the same thing if yeah. I were at McDonald's. Well, so my, thing, know, my thing is when when you have people who are giving back, and you look at the the you know, different people are sponsoring tournaments and doing stuff like this. And those are the businesses you want to do business yeah. with because, you know, a little bit of whatever they make is, is being shared. Yeah, absolutely. If you go into one of those company stores and you just mentioned my name uh, because I know all the guys in those stores up there, uh, you know, um, they'll, they'll, they'll take great care of them. I promise yeah. you that. I oh, promise yeah. you that. They'll take great care of them. It's a great brand. We're growing in the area. Um so again, it's an express oil change. It's a ten-minute oil change. You don't get you don't even get out of your car. You stay in your car the entire time. We and bring you a nice cold wow. water. We top off all your fluids at no charge. Windshield washer fluid. Clean your windshields. Put your tire pressure to specs. I mean, it's a it's a great it's the best ten minutes of your day. I tell you that right <laughs> was, now. The best have, ten minutes of your day. Don't you guys have one on Fourth Street in St. Pete? Is that is that one there? Is that no. Express one? I think that one. Well, the one it? I used it was what he just said. You don't even get out of the vehicle. And then I'm sitting there as a guy that does a lot of my own mechanic and stuff. I'm thinking. Did he really do something? Did he really put something? Because <laughs> yeah. it's that quick. Yeah, I was yeah. like, wow. You got, you, got, you got one guy working underneath. You got two guys on top. top and it's a, Na- it's a NASCAR-type service. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And the tires are the same way. We do tires in 30 minutes. Good for you. Yeah. Well, Jeremy, good luck today. Okay. I hope you catch a big one. Yep. Uh, make Appreciate sure you, you take guys. lots of pictures. Thank you. Yeah, thank and, you so uh, eat some food and have a lot of good luck yeah. today. Thanks for being and here, thanks guys. for all yeah. you're doing, man. Yeah. I appreciate it. Yeah, appreciate well, it. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We are brought to you by G5 Feet and Outdoors. Also, our good folks at Brandon Ford. We are broadcasting live out here today at the Magnuson Hotel and Marina. Stay with us, you guys. We got more stuff coming. Look at that. Look at that bald eagle over there. Welcome back, everybody. It's Big and Wild Outdoors broadcasting live this morning. Out at the uh, Hooked on Hope uh, fishing tournament. Put on my uh, Miss Lori Deaton and, uh, and crew out here raising money. Uh, if you don't know what's going on, they, they not only raise money for uh, things that happened while women are going through breast cancer, uh, things that they need afterwards and things like that, but also folks who are 
uh, uninsured or maybe don't have enough insurance to cover that kind of stuff. This money raised out here today helps people uh, through that really tough time in their life to get things done. And uh, believe it or not, I, the amount of people that are out here that are out here to, to support this is pretty incredible. Lori will tell you, you know, this is their 10th year, and every year it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And when you meet the people who are out here supporting this stuff, these are the same people who were fishing last week at the Kids Pediatric Cancer uh, Tournament. They're the guys who are out at the All Children's Tournament. These are guys that all they fish all these tournaments, giving their time and giving their money back into a great cause. It's not like they just come and do one tournament every other year. These guys are doing this stuff all the time. What are you waving at, Bill George? Captain Rick Silkworth. I see him over there. Who? Rick Silkworth. What's he doing here? There's no boat fishing today. <laughs> well, he it's just not never legal. Knows. It's not legal to be out there no, no, boat fishing. Oh, you know what? I wanted to mention that. Speaking of boat fishing, and while we do have some time, uh, the Future of Florida Boat Fishing uh, Take a Teen event is going to be happening on February 16th. That's our good friends over there with uh, uh, Vince and all those guys. Heather, uh, you know, uh, they're going to be out there doing the boat fishing thing for all the kids, and uh, it's it's going to be a good time. And I think they're going to be doing some filming. I think Vince and Living the Water Life are going to be out there filming an episode of with it uh, with twisted limbs uh, bow fishing they're going to be happening out there and all you have to do is go online go look up bow fishing uh, twisted limbs there's more information on how you can do that if you'd like to donate prizes or gifts or any of that stuff or if you want to submit your kid to come out and actually participate in it a kid must be between the ages of 13 and 18 you got to have one parent per kid to participate you got to be a resident of florida and a parent or legal guardian must sign the waiver and come on out there. But uh, it's going to be a great night of boat fishing out there, boat fishing 101. All the equipment and all that stuff is provided. And what it is is uh, you go in and you submit why you want your kid to go out there and have a good time and go do some fishing. And if uh, they've already done the, the old school style with a hook and line, this will be something new and exciting for them to try and try to do. It'll be a good time had by y'all. So, Dr. Wayne, what are you planning on fishing with? Now, wait a minute. we got to introduce him. Now we got Dr. Wayne, uh, Wayne, right? Dr. Wayne Lee. Dr. Wayne Lee. So, Dr. Lee, who is uh, out here supporting this as well, are, do you work with Dr. Cox? I mean, are you out there with USF, or what do you do? Uh, yes, uh, I have a private practice uh, in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Uh, and I do uh, work with Dr. Charlie Cox, and my practice specializes in breast cancer reconstruction. Uh, as well as cosmetic surgery. Really? So you got to deal with the aftermath of it and uh, broken hearts and all that stuff and make them new again. Right. And I think um, I think our practice is a little bit luckier in the sense that, you know, once the patient has, you know, had the diagnosis of breast cancer, um, we can kind of turn that around and say, hey, there are options to get you reconstructed uh, to a form and shape that's similar to what you had before. Sure, yeah. Yep. I, and I, I know that's very important for a lot of uh, folks. I know that uh it's really strange because i had one friend who went ahead and had all of her tissue removed because of the history in her family and then the other one that i know she didn't have any she just went through the the spot treatment and chemo and saw it and so it didn't have to require it but judy went through the tough part and did the reconstruction she goes believe it or not i ended up with with better with better stuff now than i had when i started with so you guys can be i mean you're miracle workers in some sense there's a lot of newer technology, uh, you know, using uh, newer uh, expanders and implants, things that can be placed above the muscle called the prepectoral approach. Um, I use a lot of fat grafting routinely uh, for second-stage surgeries and revisions, uh, and we can really uh, 
do a lot better now, even in the face of radiation and chemotherapy. Right. You get really great results. Yeah. Um, I actually do my own uh, uh, tattoos along with the nipple reconstruction so that everything's actually three-dimensional when everything's all done. And that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I actually saw that one time on TV, and I thought, who, who would have thought that? Who would have ever thought that? But uh, it's great that you do good work. Now, who is your uh, captain that you're going to be fishing with today? Captain you know? John. Over Cap- there. Captain John who? Uh, Dot Table 38. Oh, <laughs> Captain John 38. Well, yeah. you know what? He, uh, he, uh, Dr. Lee showed up. He's got flip-flops on, which, of course, I live in. And I went, dude, you're not fishing in those, are you? And he's like, why? I, go, hard time, man. I was like, dude, man, you kick a catfish with those on. You're going to be in, you're going to need a doctor. Yes. And he's like, are you kidding with me? And I was like, of course I am. Don't worry about it. Yeah, you won't be kick kicking no catfish. catfish. You'll be all right. Or yeah. stingrays. You'll be good. Now, is this your first time fishing in the tournament? Uh, yes. Uh, we, we've been sponsors before, but this time I've got my mom, my wife, my sister, and so we're going to uh, do it right. And, oh, you're bringing in the fish. big guns, man. That's right. Yeah. Beginner's luck. I think my mom's right in the back well, we heard She's what? never fished before, so I said, you know what? Come on for your first time for a tournament. Well, see, yeah. that's Dr. Cox's. That's his dealio. You know, he won the tournament the one year oh, by really? doing that. Yeah, you know, he brought in some newbie that's never fished before. Never been on a boat. And he so went, he's... you're in my boat. I'm taking that beginner's luck with me. And he that's did great. extremely well. I think what he said, a 38, 39-inch redfish. So he wow. won it with that one. So, well, good luck out there today. I hope you and the family do great. Thank you very much. Thanks, it, thanks for being here, you're too. You're welcome. And thank you for all you do and thanks for supporting Lori and her dealio. Now, get the heck out of here. Okay. Thank you. Nice hat, by the way. <laughs> no, yeah, nice hat. Have fun out there. And don't get in the bank. Now, we got another gentleman who decided to come down here and hang out, and I don't know why he's here because he's a big, huge TV star. Yeah, but you know what? The first thing about his hat, as I see it, he's got a matching shirt to go with it. Yeah, but see, that hat looks like it's actually seen some fishing time on it. You know what I'm well, saying? You can buy them like that. It's like these jeans. I've had them for 10 years, and I'm going to sell them like brand new, hole underneath. Well, now, this one you may not know, but I actually, Tara, when she came over and talked to me, she's like, you know, he's here. I go, you know, I've seen that show. And she said, you know, uh, Ronnie Green is here from a fishing story. And, you know, the show that you do, I don't know who came up with the concept of it, but what a great idea, man. Because, really, when you're out fishing, it's the best time people love to tell their stories. It really is. It, it's something that I love, and it, it was all stemmed from my interaction with fishing since I was three to five years old. We're fishing uh, where? Where did you start in out Texas, in your fishing career? San Texas. Antonio, Wait a minute. Texas. Yeah, there ain't Texas. no fishing in San Antonio. <laughs> we There's no lakes out there, man. <laughs> We got Lake Bronick, Lake Calaveras, yeah. and Choke Canyon, all that good stuff close by. But there ain't no fish in that Frio River, man. <laughs> Trust me, I know. I've floated down well, many, there, many times. There's got to be fish there because my cousin lives up there, and he's a big fisherman, retired from the Marine Corps. Ain't nothing but moccasins and leeches oh, in that river, former man. former Marine, yeah. Semper Fi. Yeah. Uh, Frio River, I've, uh, a lot of those rivers down there we floated down, fished in, played in, all that stuff. That uh, family, my brothers grew up in Lockhart, which is in between oh, San yeah. Antonio and, and Austin area. I grew up in Tomball, which is northeast part. But uh, So I did a lot of my first fishing in stock ponds and lakes and stuff around around Texas as well. But now your show, we can see it. It's What, what channels are you on? Because you're on, on more uh, than one, aren't you? Yes. Uh, we, we are on weekly on NBC Sports at right. 2.30. Uh, PM in the afternoon Eastern Time, and of course uh, a Discovery Channel, right? World Fishing Network, 
Amazon Prime, Discovery, uh, 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 um, their app. Yeah. Uh, you know, because everything is on the go nowadays. You got to get it on Carbon TV, man. Uh, yeah. That's we, awesome, we, man. Yeah, Carbon TV is fantastic. Waypoint yeah. TV, the whole nine yeah, yards. Yeah, Waypoint's so good, too. There is, there's a lot of great uh, avenues, but we've found a home in NBC Sports, and it seems to be going great. And we've also been on uh, Destination America. Well, you, know, you got to hang on. Don't go anywhere because they're loading up boats. We want to talk to you before you get the heck out of here, but we got to take a break. We're talking with uh, Ronnie Green from The Fishing Story. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. We're broadcasting live at Hooked on Hope. We're brought to you by G5 Feeding Outdoors. And Brandon Ford, stay with us. We'll be right back. 